so we'll take it from here with Joe and Don. My name is Joe. I'm Don. And welcome back to We'll Take It From Here podcast. You're listening to two dudes running a talk style show uh, with basically talking about anything, politics, life, positivity, mindset. And we also have guests, which we do have one today, very special guest. Uh, someone's probably going to end up getting submitted after the end of the show. But before we get to our guest, Don, give us a little bit about the show, baby. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to episode 49. 49. Uh, 48. 48. Uh, welcome back to the show. We're, we're glad to have you here. Guys, you can follow us on Instagram at We'll Take It From Here Podcast. Uh, check out our reels on there and our content on there. Thank you for the support, liking those and sharing those. Um, you can also give us a rating if you so could on Spotify. Uh, we're trying to grow that as much as we can. That helps us grow the show and uh, get our message out there. And uh, overall, our just our goal for the show here, guys, is to make you laugh, entertain you, and uh, inspire you as well, and hopefully share some some stories and um, be a positive light in a world full of a lot of darkness. So um, you can email us in questions to we'll take it from here podcast at gmail dot com. Or just shoot us a DM. I'm at Don Shoemaker Jr. Joe is at Joe Francesco 48. 48, baby. All right, guys. Now, without any further ado, welcome Scott Cooper to the show. How's it going, boys? Hey, it's going great. How are you doing? I'm good, man. Fuck welcome yeah. Thank you for coming on, yeah, man. Happy to be here. Good. Fuck yeah. yeah. We're happy to have you. Uh, so basically, folks, for you who don't know Scott, he is a beast at Pure MMA. He's also a teacher at Pure MMA uh, part-time. He teaches the 6.30 classes, which basically gives you a knowledge of how much of a savage he is that he loves to fucking wake up that early because it's a great fucking class, but I will admit, man, it's pretty hard to get there. Have we ever seen you there? Oh, hold on a second. <laughs> I've been there twice. Hold on a second. Uh, but no, you have not seen me there. Uh, but no, yeah, dude, welcome to the show. Um, Scott, why don't you just give the audience a little bit about yourself, man? Go as far back as you want, as deep as you want. Yeah, sure. So uh, I'm a mechanical engineer by trade, and like Joe said, I do a lot of jiu-jitsu. Uh, from Jersey, whole life, married my high school sweetheart, ended up here, just had a kid. Congratulations, so, you know, man. I got a two-month-old at home yelling at me. Fuck yeah. But uh, yeah, he's awesome. So Good. Awesome. That's nice. Cool. Perfect. Yeah. So, dude, um, got a little bit of funny story about how I met you. So back at Pure, <laughs> so I started Pure in January, right? And I just remember, like, everyone was mad cool there, right? Pure's got a great atmosphere. And I just remember seeing some dude. You had a long hair and a huge beard. Right now you have a sick mustache. <laughs> yes. And I remember seeing this dude, and, like, all tatted up. And for some reason, someone had, like, said that there was a Marine in Pure. And I, don't, I still to this day don't know who the fuck it is. But I just – because it's not you. But I remember I'd be like, oh, yeah, that guy definitely sick. <laughs> and then I remember you were rolling on your foam. You know your foam yeah, roller? Yeah. And I was just like, hey, dude, what's up? You're like, yo, dude, what's up? And then we just, and I was like, dude, are you a Marine? I don't remember this. And you're like, no, man. And I was like, oh, what the fuck am no, I thinking? No, I don't. That's funny. Yeah, man. That was January of 21 or 22? No, 2020. I started, 2020. I started okay, JITS yeah, I two months say. before the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Dude, I remember that. That's funny because I thought the same thing. I, I asked you before the show because yeah. I thought you were in the service just by yeah, yeah, your yeah. stature. And, it's, you know, it's a good way to carry yourself. So, dude, if you only knew the shit that scott does with like working out and how much of a savage i'm not blowing smoke up your ass dude like yeah dude bro we we got smoked at my house a few weeks ago oh you yeah we that? did oh yeah on my birthday dude <laughs> oh that was that's that's how you worked out with yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, gotcha, legit gotcha. smoked yeah. like he I, told me about the workout yeah yeah dude um, oh yeah that was a covid thing i was starting covid bro that was literally one of the craziest workouts yeah. i've ever experienced yeah like that was is that what crossfit or something i 
it's like the Scott Cooper special. It's just do hard <laughs> shit until you don't want to do it anymore and then do more of it. Love Bro, it. dude, it yeah. was – oh, my God. I just remember being there because – oh, I don't even remember all the exercises, but it was just basically a circuit of hell, but a good hell. And, dude, carrying that 75-pound – was it 75 pounds? 75, yeah. The 75-pound sandbag up your hill, which, yep. by the way, if you don't know where Scott's Hill in the backyard is hellacious. I live on an old ski slope. Yes, that's right. It's legitimately an old ski scope? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. So I put my pull-up bar on the swing set in the back of the yard. I got okay. an anchor. So you got to go up the hill. Gotcha. So I'm like, well, if you're going to go do pull-ups, you might as well carry the sandbag. <laughs> hey. So you carry the sandbag. Two birds with one stone. Pull-ups and then, you know, carry it back down. Nice. Bro, yes. dude, when I was going up that fucking hill, I was like, holy shit. Man. Contemplating life? Well, yeah, because I was like, okay, so I have the mental fortitude to hold the 75 pounds up there, right? But the whole time I was like, my ankles, please don't slip. Please don't slip. Please don't slip. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Crazy shit. So actually what I want to know about you, dude, when did you start jujitsu? Because there's a funny story about you. You told me that because I'm like 180, 185 yeah. or used to be 185. You told yeah. me you used to be that big. I mean, I you're bigger s- than that. You were bigger. I started at 210. Get the fuck out of How here. How tall are you? 5'6". Five, 5'6", six. Five, six, 210. Yeah. It's yeah. a little chunky. So, oh, it was chunky. Yeah. So I came from, I played sports my whole life, graduated college, went to work, whatever, started rock climbing, and I was rock climbing for years. I was maybe 205 or something like that. So I was lifting, I was doing everything like that, but I wasn't doing a ton of cardio, <clears throat> just climbing. Randomly wandered into Pure on March 18th, 2018. Don't ask me why I know that. March, huh. well, I mean, <coughs> it's the first day of the rest of your life. Baby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was like, hey, can I stay for a second class? And they were like, yeah, sure. And then, you know. That's nice. how that went. So, so did you go in because with the attitude of just wanting to learn um, martial arts defense, or did you want to get in shape more? So my brother trained. My brother's two years younger than me. Mm-hmm. He trained from when he was a little kid all through high school. He did a couple of amateur fights, stuff like that. So I was exposed to it then. I never really stuck with it when I was in high school. I was doing other stuff. Um, started listening to Jocko. I love my Jocko. And I was like, man, I got to just do, like, rock climbing is cool, but you're surrounded by these, like, hairy leg granola eating people. And it's just like, <laughs> dude, I, you know, it's cool. It's fun. I still do it. But, like. And those are the girls you were talking about, right? Well, both. But, yeah. I mean, you know, I, listen, I have some really good friends from rock climbing yeah, yeah, gym. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But it's like, you go to jujitsu and it's just all like-minded people and stuff. So I was like, oh, let me try that out. So, actually, one of my rock climbing buddies and I wandered into pure. And that, that was it. Nice. Yeah. That's dope. Fuck yeah. Dude, your brother, I rolled with him. I didn't front, I didn't know he was an amateur fighter at or fought. Uh, when he was, yeah. 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 Dude, he was tough. Yeah, he, he was even, tough. Bro, he was tough. Yeah. Like really fucking tough. He so had a he, good open guard game. Uh runs in the fucking family, by the way. Skill <laughs> 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 Scott's open guard game is insane. Yeah. So he's a blue belt. He's got four stripes on a blue belt. Um God damn, he's, he's a four stripe blue belt. Yeah, but not really. Not in real life. So he's been training since he was, I don't know, like 12 or something when he was a kid and then did the kids program went through all the kids belts got his blue belt when he was 16 was fighting muay thai doing all that stuff went to college went to law school didn't train just got back into it a couple years ago when he was in queens and ranked up his blue belt all that stuff switched gyms moved to buffalo did that whole thing so he's just like he's bounced around but he's been training for like Eight years worth of jujitsu. Oh my god! Oh, so yeah. he's like a sandbaggy blue belt. You know, you roll with him, you're like, oh shit. Oh yeah. For sure. <laughs> he's like, he should he should essentially be like a brown belt at this point. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's got experience yeah, for sure. sure. That's great. 
Dude, um, so what made you fall in love with jiu-jitsu, though? Like, because you go nine times a week or a bazillion times a week. Yeah, I average like 12 hours. Yeah, yeah, I would say. So, like, what was that always like that for you, or did you? It ramped up. It ramped up? It ramped up for sure. So, okay. for the two years, but it, COVID actually was like the best time of everyone's life, right? <laughs> for the two years before COVID, I was going. I don't know, five times a week or something like that. Like, right. you know, normal. And then COVID happened. All of a sudden, we're at home, right? I started working out like a monster. Dropped 20 pounds. Mm -hmm. So I had dropped a little bit from when I started at, like, that 210. I got down to, like, 180, 185 when, when COVID hit. And then I dropped down to, like, 160. I started running, ran marathon, all that stuff. And I was like, all right, I'm in really good shape. I got to keep it up. And then I started training at Rob Alex's in the oh garage. Oh, my God. Another beast. I was the smallest guy by, like, 50 pounds or something. Who was at his garage at that time? It would be, like, me, Rob, Fox, um, that kid Anthony Sicoli, who wasn't that big, but he's a monster. Oh, my God. Is this the one that now trains at Colville in yeah, New York? Yeah, he trains yeah, at Dan yeah. Colville. Um, Zwick, Shemansky, Zwick. Oh like, all these God, really huge dudes. Dude. Yeah. And then there's me. Yeah, dude. But I don't know these guys. No, you don't know these no, guys, but these guys are fucking. They're all the dudes savages. that you see at the gym, and you're like, eh, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to walk over there. They're all huge, man. And uh, that's when I fell in love with it. Mm -hmm. That's when I fell in love with it because it was like these small sessions, and I'm learning so much and progressing like crazy. And then it was July 6th of 20. No, I probably shouldn't say when they opened again. Oh, fuck it. They're fine. Yeah. It yeah. was July something of 2020 when they reopened, like, all, you know, veiled in secrecy. I remember that being one of the best days ever. That was great. It was amazing. Speaking Everyone was there. Yeah, yeah. It was just because no one, you know, they closed for, like, three months or something. Yeah. And I got back there, and I was just like, dude, this is it. Yeah. And then I was there twice a day, every day, forever. Dude, that, and that's basically how it's been. Yeah. For, since, since then. Since then, yeah. Bro, you're literally there. Every, you're, like, the face of... I don't know, like, for me, you're the face. But besides Mike and Andy, of course, right? And then, of course, you got Quayar and fucking Rob. Well, see, yeah, quite like, Quay's yeah. another one. Quay's like, another one. Like, you're Quay. Three times a day. Yo, you're literally just, like, the purple belt Quay, essentially. Quay so, was, might have been a blue belt when I met him. A blue? I, or you were a blue belt when I met you. Yeah. Fuck. Well, yeah. Do you go in the morning and then at night? Or what's your, you go twice a day? So, it depends, go? yeah. Just whenever you classes. Can. If I can sneak out at lunch, I'll go at lunch. Gotcha. And then I'm teaching in the morning, so I'll do those. So you just go pretty much whenever you can. Type whenever of thing. I can, man. And like today, I, I was watching my son. Yeah. And I was like, all right, buddy, saddle up, <laughs> put him in the carrier, put him on the side of the mat. So what do you what do you think actually? What motivates you? Is motivation a part of it? What what keeps you going day after day? It's a grind, man. It's a grind, and you gotta. So like for me, fitness became hugely important during COVID. I don't know what it was. I think it's because I got into that kind of shape. Yeah. And then I was like, I don't ever want to lose this. Um, so I've got ulcerative colitis, okay. which is a inflammatory autoimmune disease. Being in shape has kept it in check way better than anything else. Got it. So like big motivator right there. For sure. And then it's just being able to to put out and being able to, to go twice a day and use my body like that. Like why would you ever want to lose that? True. You know? True. Yeah. I, I mean the other motivator for me is to be ready – to do hard shit. Mm -hmm. So like I do, I go ice climbing. I go hiking in the winter in the white mountains, like all this stuff that requires mental and physical strength that you can't just get ready for that in a week. Yeah. So you stay ready. 
And do you think you had this mentality before you started jujitsu, or is jujitsu kind of the main thing that has built you (laughs) as far as physically and mentally? So I've always valued toughness. Okay. Um, This is going to sound funny. So you ever hear a Doom video game? Uh, like old yes, first person it, yeah. shooter, right? Yep. So the story behind Doom is you're this Marine that gets stranded on Mars and you're surrounded by aliens. You got to fight your way out. Okay. That was like the first game I ever played as a kid. And it was just like all about toughness. Like this dude was a badass. Yeah. And that always stuck with me. And and then, you know, my grandfather fought in World War II. He was a waste gunner, B-24, yep. radio man. Always heard those stories, right? Yep. Into that stuff my whole life. So it's just like toughness is what makes the world go around. So I've always been, even before jiu-jitsu, I mean, I was running ultra-distance Spartans. I was doing all kinds of stuff like that. So it's always been something that's there. But jiu-jitsu is just like the perfect outlet for it. Oh, yeah, for sure. So sounds like everything's kind of built on uh, on itself. And jiu-jitsu has kind of just been like the, yeah, this is actually awesome. And, you know, it's fun. And I get to, whatever. Yeah, for sure. It's better than going to the gym and lifting. Yeah. Like, you go hang out with your friends and get beat up yeah right <laughs> yeah great i heard uh jiu-jitsu be described as involuntary murder yoga and it, it's it's stuck with me ever since i like that because it literally is it's true yuck yeah. i've um, always said it's the weirdest dynamic like when you're rolling around and i'm, I'm i don't know five months into the game and yeah uh, you know i think adrian at lobo there you know i'm sure you know adrian yeah, yeah. and uh you know I think he said that one day he's like, "All right, have fun and choke your friends." Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know? that's what you do. You you 100%. go after each other and you choke each other out, and then you get up. And, Man, that was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> dude. So I think about this a lot with jujitsu. The the relationships that you build and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. You have some of the best friends in the world, and it's it's because you do hard stuff together. Yeah, but I think there's also a trust there. Like looking at it from the outside, you might not understand what's going on, but like. When Joe's on my back and he's got a rear naked choke in and we're working through it, he can fucking kill me. Right. Like, legit. My life's in his hands. And people, like, but the trust that you build with everyone in that That's a good room. good point. Like, dude, he's got me in an arm bar stretched out. He can break my damn arm. I'll be out of work. I'll be everything else. Yeah. But it, you just have that trust and it's implicit. You go, you show up and it's not, it's not even a question. But yeah, it's I mean, really, like, it, it's. I guess I never really thought about that. Yeah. You are trusting the person to let go when you tap. It's simulated murder, man. (laughs) It's simulated murder. It literally is. It's awesome. Yeah. The funny thing is you're saying, yeah, when Joe's got my back and we're going to make a choke, I don't really even get the choke in at all, but I appreciate it. (laughs) No, but it's it's truth. Bro, it's the fucking truth. Literally, if you think the the self-control it teaches you, and then the best thing about it is people who aren't in control at gyms, at good gyms, right, where the culture is very, very, like it's a good culture. Uh, they'll weed themselves out because yeah, we, won't, we won't stand out. for that shit, man. Yep. Like if you're trying to hurt your fucking partners, this ain't a competition, man. Yeah. No bueno. And don't and, and like that's a lot different than um like that's it, it's different than not giving it your all, right? Yep. So for example, me and you know, like we have a respect for each other, we have a comfort for each other, right? But we'll go hundred percent. Sure. Hundred percent. But then there's some people with the intensity I put with you and the intensity you put with me. I won't do with them, right? Um, depending on the circumstance, right? And it's not that I'm, and by no means is it like I'm taking it easy, because yeah. I'm not. But it's just like you, you get like a different flow with each person. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so that's dope. So you do. Uh, what was that? Let's let's. I'm gonna track back a little bit. Take us through some ice climbing. You said ice climbing, oh, right? Oh man, yeah. I'm picturing so, like Call of Duty right fuck? now. Like. So, so I've only been ice climbing a couple of times, like actual with the ice tools and stuff. Yeah, with like the that. picks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, most of what I do is 
I guess mountaineering, just winter hiking and stuff like that. Uh, primarily in the White Mountains in New Hampshire, which the highest wind in the world is recorded there. Wow, highest wind on Mount Washington, Jeez, like 200, 276 miles an hour Holy or something shit. like that. What the fuck? You can't stand in that. No, not that. You get blown around. Yeah, there's videos of guys standing on the summit of Mount Washington getting no shit. Blown. Man. Yeah, um, but yeah, we got a friend of mine's got a cabin about 30 minutes south of there, and we got into it like I don't know seven eight years ago at this point. We have all the gear, we have all the experience at this point, but man, I mean, I've been on top of Mount Musilaki up there. I think 4,500 feet-ish, like nothing crazy compared to like the 14,000-footers out west. Right, right. Negative 80 wind chill. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's legit. 80 yeah, wind chill? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. If you don't have the right gear for that, you're fucked. Oh, you're dead, yeah. 100%. Oh my God. Yeah, so You've the wind... You've been in negative 80? Oh, yeah. Wind chill? Yeah. Wind was blowing 60 miles an hour, and it was minus something up there. What's your mindset like at that point? Keep moving. Yeah. Like, are you cold as hell? I've, I, so... Actually, I was on Franconia Ridge last year, and which is it's a famous section of the, of the Appalachian Trail, actually, in White Mountain National Forest. Okay. There's a two-mile exposed ridge line, and <clears throat> there's a lot. There's actually a really famous book about a couple of guys that died up there, but a lot of people have died on this thing. Mm-hmm. In the winter, you're just exposed to the wind full on for these two miles, and it's brutal. I don't know what the wind chill was when I was up there last year. It was below zero for sure, and we were moving kind of slow. Once we got towards the end, I could feel my core temperature plummeting. Really? Just like you can feel the blood pooling in the middle because it's leaving all your extremities to keep your, your organs warm. Whoa. You so, felt that? Oh, yeah. hundred. Like I, I felt it. I was like, what the fuck is that? That's and then I was like, weird, oh, this is getting man. bad. So we, we hit the summit of Mount Lafayette is the end of that traverse before you go down. And it's maybe, I don't know, 400 vertical feet down to the tree line. So we hit that summit. And the guys I was with were kind of like, oh, let's take pictures. And I was like, we're going now. You didn't have time for pictures. I felt that. I was like, man, that's fucking scary. Holy shit. Essentially, was your body preparing to die at that point? Uh, it, was, it was probably getting hypothermic. Holy fuck. Yeah. Dude, the, the, the margin in those conditions is small. Wow. Damn. It's small. But so, like, though, the fact that you kept going up that mountain, though, like, that must have been a huge mind fuck. Well, once you, it's, it's, a, it's a ridge. So you go up one. Oh, and you go down the other. You go across one, two, three, and then down down the third. And you So there's no turning back, essentially. No, there's no down. Once you hit that ridge, you're going. Oh, so you, yeah, you have no option but to keep going. No. That's what, makes that, that's what makes that hike crazy. <laughs> Yo, that's where the adrenaline, the adrenaline comes in. Yeah. Is, is that part of it, kind of like an adrenaline no, rush? No, I mean, I have, I have enough experience in those situations where it's like, okay, I know what I got to do. Okay. I got to keep moving, right? I can keep my head about me, all that stuff. Um. But it can get hairy in a hurry, oh, yeah. you know. Like it, there's stories of people being on that ridge and a freak storm blows in, and now you're in a whiteout. It's like you're standing in a ping pong ball. Oh man! Right? You got the wind. You got all that stuff. You don't know where you're going. You make a wrong turn. You end up in a ravine that's a thousand feet deep. Yeah. Good luck. Holy shit! And yeah. this is New Hampshire. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So those mountains are some of the craziest conditions in the country. Now, what time of year did you do this? January, January. Yeah. So this is like the dead of winter. I'm heading up in a couple weeks. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Oh, you're doing it again? Oh, yeah, every uh, year. Yeah, cool. it's a so thing. I mean, we do a it yearly, time. annual trip. A few times a year. Okay. Yeah. Bro, that's fucking. That's How many guys I, go? Uh, there could be four or five of us, depending. Nice. Yeah, a couple of dogs. Dogs love it. Any uh, snowmobiling or anything like that? We snowmobiled last year, actually. Nice. Yeah, that was cool. Not at the elevation. 
Yeah, I was but, gonna say yeah. Yeah, it's probably. on a track. Yeah, it's fun. That'd cool. be impossible, right? To start a snowmobile at that elevation, or is that it? Yeah, you can't get machines up those trails. Okay. Yeah. Wait, is it too steep or too much bullshit? Uh, too steep. Fuck. Yeah, those those tri- so going up some of those mountains like um. I don't know what the you know a thousand feet in a mile easy. Yeah. Elevation it was a lot. A thousand feet a mile. Oh yeah, some of it's some of it's just rock climbing. Or ice climbing. You know, we have ice yeah, axes. So yeah, using no, axe well, yeah, that. And then I would also assume you have it on your feet as well, right? Yep, crampons. Okay, crampons yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. Yep. My brother told me a story when he was in Poland that um, he, I don't know, he was in Poland with one of his friends and like on this uh, college thing. It was like a two-week study abroad or something. Yeah. And they were they ended up on like a fucking ice mountain and they didn't know what they were doing, but they were in none of the fucking oh, – like they, they were in civilian clothes. Yeah. And they said that people with like your gear on were yep. looking at them like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> well, bro, because you end up going to have to save those people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've sure. seen people like that up there too. Really? And you're like, hey, you're going to die. No. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's late in the day and they're heading up and they're like in sneakers as college kids or whatever. And you're like, dude, you don't understand what you're getting into. Oh, fuck that, bro. Wait, is that because it's warm on the bottom of the mountain and then, like, at the top it's colder? Like, how would they not So you lose about three degrees per thousand feet in air temperature. All right. So you're going up 4,000. You're maybe losing 12 degrees. You know, it could be 20 or 10 at the base on a good day. You know, on a bad day, you're starting negative at the bottom. It's the wind that's the killer, though, in the exposure. Gotcha. So that wind is just constantly hitting you. Um, The thing about the whites is they're maybe two or two and a half hours from Boston. So it's really accessible. And all of these crazy hikes are right off of the highway. Oh, okay. Like, there's so, a parking area, and yeah. bam, you're going up Matt Lafayette. You're going right up. A girl just died there a few weeks ago. She was 19, had, like, no winter backcountry experience. Her mom went up with her for the weekend and dropped her off at the base of that traverse. And she died. Uh, yeah. Just from hiking. She fucking got lost, and it got dark. And oh, you're not going to survive a night out there with no gear. You so might cold. not survive with it's gear. so cold. Dude, I mean, she was dead. Bro, I don't understand how people can, like, not how people could do it. Like, you obviously are trained doing it, right? You and your friends, if you said you've you just, just Just through doing it. Yeah, but there's like, no formal training. There's no, oh, so basically, anytime you go out there, it could be like, it, it's, you have to be smart basically every time. It's a risk assessment. Okay. Everything's a, it's a balance. And so, you know, for us, it's not, we're not on that razor's edge of like, pushing because we need to do it right we can go back another day it's really not that big a deal um there are guys who like people who climb in himalaya you know who are climbing Everest, not even everest everest is like a, a walk apparently what yeah it's not technical it's just a slog oh wow but people who are climbing like you know the annapurnas and stuff if you've seen the recent netflix documentaries those guys who are doing like real technical alpine stuff they are living on the hairy edge of like meaning Run wrong step, like literally on the edge, or meaning talking mentally. Meaning, like, okay, I'll give you an example. There's a a movie on Netflix called Maru, M E R U, is by Jimmy Chin, who's he's a National Geographic photographer, rock climber, all this stuff. So they did this expedition to make a first ascent on some Himalayan peak. I forget which one it was, but it was like this gnarly ass route, right? So, I don't know, six days into the climb, right? It's freezing. It's all this stuff. They get stuck in a storm that lasts for like I think it was seven nights. Goddamn! In a portal ledge, hanging on a cliff face. Holy shit! A, a snowstorm or like a storm? A storm. blizzard. Okay. So it's three dudes in something like probably the size of two of these tables, <laughs> hanging a thousand feet on a cliff. Holy shit! For like seven days. So they're running out of food. They're eating like cheese rinds. Yeah. And it's like, okay, what do we do? We plan this trip for nine months, right? We're on the edge. Of like they're all starving. 
they're running out of time and all this stuff. These dudes pushed and made the summit after sitting there for a week with no food. What? And they still the made it. Fuck. But that's the kind of like that's the kind of where you get to. Yeah, but, but it's, it's I don't like, have experience doing stuff like right. that. <laughs> well, I don't, think you want, I don't but I, but like it sounds like you don't even have the the choice. Like you could just be like you said they were climbing, and then all of a sudden the blizzard comes in. Like you don't have that choice. No, you don't. Yeah, you don't. And then and like you said before, you can't turn back. So they probably all it was either die or or live. Essentially. Well, once you're caught in a storm like that, they were stuck there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but they okay. but you know they see it coming in. They know like you have weather, right? You know. So basically, they decided to stay there. Yeah. Yo, fuck that, man. They were like, all right, game on. Let's man, go. There's all kinds of stories. Like Maurice Herzog was the guy that, to first summit Annapurna, which is a really technical mountain in Himalaya. So he wrote a book. This dude, he was like temporarily blind or something like that, or one of his party was. He lost fingers and toes. Just this brutal conditions. And he made the top. The fuck, man? It was a month-long expedition. And they were, they were fighting a weather window, and he pushed for it. On like the last possible day, at the last possible hour, I got caught in a storm coming down. You know those stories are always so cool to watch and and, and hear about because that mentality is just it's a do or die. Oh, You're it's like nuts. I'm prepared to die, yeah. or I am going to accomplish this. Yeah, mm-hmm. fuck period. it. But like you just said, it's cool to listen to because, right. I, I, <laughs> dude, if I'm watching oh, that man. fucking documentary, fuck that, dude. And, yeah. and dude. Uh, people's sense of what gives them thrill, what they're cool with, and what they're not cool with. I was listening yep. to a podcast. It's a podcast we mentioned on, the, on this show before. It's called Endless Endeavor. Yeah. And the dude is an ex-military. He's Greg Anderson. And he he actually summits Mount Rainier, I think, on an annual basis or whatever. It's legit. Yeah. Uh, apparently, that's him because it's in Washington. It's, it, when he talks about it, it sounds crazy. But he was talking about how – because he was um, active – a soldier, so he was Green Beret, yep. saw combat many times, deployed many times. He was also private contractor, so he's getting shot at. Then his buddies are asking him to go uh, crabbing with them, who are like actual professional crabbers. Yeah. And he goes, "Fuck no!" He goes, "What do you mean, dude? Like you were fighting wars?" He goes, "I don't give a fuck. That was cool to me, but being on those waves isn't fucking cool, dude. I won't ski. Oh, you won't ski? You Hell won't ski no. or snowboard? No, dude. That's so funny for someone who loves the mountains I, and hiking. I know." Maybe if I knew how to do it, I would. But, like, I look at a yeah. ski resort, and people are, like, zooming down. They're going to f- hit you. And, like, dude, I'm not getting hurt like that. Bro, dude, you actually <laughs> – actually, hold on a second. You want to you wanna learn how to become a very good snowboarder skier? Do it in right over here in the Poconos because yeah. because the fucking slopes are so small compared mm-hmm. to out west of mm-hmm. Vermont. Mm-hmm. And it's so icy and small that yeah. you're forced to be good at dodging people. Oh, interesting. Yeah. True, true. Huh. Bro, story. Back in high school, we went snowboarding because I snowboard. And uh, one of my friends – friend was a really good skier and his girlfriend was a dude this i don't know why i'm laughing i'm laughing because everything turned out to be okay but we're going down and of course some other guy with their uh with his daughter we're like going really slow okay not their fault but did my friend's friend is ripping through <laughs> and all of a sudden like instead of just being smart with it he tries to dodge it and dude i swear to god we just saw him go over and we didn't see him again and we're like no. dude so <laughs> we like we we fucking rip it down the mountain or slope really we fucking Stop, we go over, we look over, and he's fine. It was like another 25 feet of snow, but yeah. then there was a fucking, like, there was a drop of maybe 50 feet. And dude, the girlfriend was bawling, of course, right? So I thought, and dude, I'm just looking at him and he's laughing. I'm like, what are you laughing at, dude? I'm like, look below you right now. He's like, yeah, yeah it rocks. I'm like, dude, 
fuck off, man. Yeah. Wait, so he didn't go over? No, he didn't go over, but it looked oh, like he went over. Be, Dude, it's like it's almost like if you're like on the slope and then all of a sudden someone just disappears. <laughs> and then you look over and he's pretty fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. far from the edge, but if he Wow. Fuck that shit, dude. Are you an active uh, snowboarder? No, I have not snowboarded in so long because when I started working, the busy season was during the snowboarding mm. season, and I, I had I worked all weekends. Gotcha. So now I don't only have a, well. Now I work weekends, so this winter I can go back during the week. Yeah. And it really is no excuse, dude. Snowboarding is so much fun. Yeah. I never tried it either. Yeah, <laughs> I, I saw a guy get wrecked on it. Mount Whitney. Out in California. Really? Yeah. Like just, you, were, you were there while you – So we were climbing it, and this guy was skiing. So they have, like, the uh, the colliers, I think they're called. It's, like, a really narrow in between two rock faces, and it'll just be this shoot of snow. And this dude dropped in off of one, like, just on a mountain, not – it's not a ski resort. Dropped in on one, bam, tumbling all the stuff. God damn. He was freaking skiing down with his arm in a sling. Ooh, yo. He was jacked up. Dude, they, yeah, like, man, no, you're, some you're a long way from help, buddy. Bro, there, there's no <laughs> lie. Those mountains sometimes take 45 minutes to get down. Oh, I'm not, yeah, I yeah. I, I, not from experience. I just know friends who, who skied out there and snowboard out there. Yeah, because they, they laugh. Like you go on a black diamond here in yeah, Poconos, no, like, it's yeah, like whatever. an intermediate or beginner in some mountains over there. Yeah, like the oh, you know what the worst it looks thing is, fun, bro. <laughs> have you ever seen moguls? You know what moguls yeah, are? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so moguls are meant for skiers. But if you're a really fucking good snowboarder, you'll get down with them. Right, it's no problem. Bro, I tried. Because I'm good at the intermediate, so I tried Black Diamond, but my first Black Diamond I ever tried was with Moguls, bro, and I was just eating <laughs> shit the whole way down. Because skiing is, like, easier, yeah. but if you're not an experienced snowboarder, you really have to, it's a constant turning of the hips. Yeah, you gotta and, flip your hips over. Bro, Oof. just hitting Moguls, I was flipping, and then all of a sudden, I was just, finally, I, like, went on my ass down the mountain. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta, you gotta be, like, sore as hell after doing That's that. That's gotta be hard on your body. Dude, yeah, yeah. your legs are dead. Like, you don't want to fucking walk <laughs> after that. Yeah, no, or no. just in general, when you snowboard ski. Yeah. First time, it's like anything. It's probably the same thing when you went mountain climbing for the first time. Yeah. I kind of eased into that, I guess. I didn't start with crazy stuff. Oh, okay. Well, so you did you know? it the smart way. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Marginally. Marginally. <laughs> I mean, you know, there. Was, I guess, like, we did just do Franconia Ridge in the winter one, like, we just had to do that. Where's Franconia Ridge? That's the one oh, with the big traverse, the big yeah. Traverse? Okay. Yeah, I think my friend had did it once before. And then, yeah. Fuck. And then we just jumped up there. That's ballsy. Hey, man, sometimes to just accomplish it, you just got to do it, right? It's awesome, man. It's risk-reward. Yeah. Fuck it. Instead of, instead of like, thinking, because if you just sat back there and, like, worrying and thinking that you weren't going to do it, you probably would have never done it, or you wouldn't have been able to even make the top. Yeah. Well, and then the risk is in your hands, too. Yeah, exactly. You just don't be stupid. You watch the weather, how much are you prepared, what gear are you carrying, all that stuff. True. Yeah. Fuck. Do you, uh, you said you do this every January? Yeah, every winter. Just do you, the winter months. Do you think that uh, the rest of the year is a lot easier because you now you <laughs> have this insanely hard task you just got out of the way? Oh, <laughs> Uh, Do you find that at all or no? <laughs> I don't know if I look at it like that. I, I draw on those experiences when I'm going through other hard stuff. Okay. Um, there's a handful of times in my life where I've been like, oh, yeah, this is real. And then when you're doing something else hard, you can draw back on that for sure and be like, hey, I, w- I went through that shit. Yeah. Yeah, you I know? mean, there's this I, thing. I forget the term, but it's uh, um, these guys online that I've seen. That's what that's what they do. One yeah. day out of the year is like an insanely like twenty four hour run, or, or like yeah. a Mount Kilimanjaro mm-hmm. hike, like something like it's yeah. really really hard. That way, the other three hundred sixty four days is like, all right, I got through that. What's this? You know, it's a confidence builder, man. That's my yeah. it, I I really truly believe that confidence is the foundation of everything. 
I would for a successful that. person. It's just like have confidence in yourself. Hey, I did that hard thing. Why can't I do this one? Yeah. Yeah. This exactly. sucks right now. Oh, well, that sucked too. And here I am. Like, yeah. Yep. Well, well, think but about you got to do this though. Dude, think about when you're rolling. Yeah. How, okay. So I don't know. I'm just maybe it hasn't happened for you. But how many times have you gone in with a roll, whether it's now or before when you were a beginner? And you're like, all right, I want to roll with this guy because he's good. And you're like, oh, fuck, dude. Like, I, all right, this is going to be a really hard round. And I got to do this. I got to watch out for this. And then you end up just getting fucking smoked. And then, oh, yeah. then then the next time you're like, all right, fuck it. I'm, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to beat him. And then you – maybe you don't beat him, but you fucking own him. Yep. Right? It's like it's like it's literally the confidence boost. For sure. If you, be, if, you def, if you talk bad about yourself, you already defeated yourself. You're not defeating him. Yep. 100%. Fuck. Yeah. Dude. It's like little micro things. Dude. Little, 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 little confidence builders. All day, every day, and then you build into yeah. the big stuff. Exactly. That's important because a lot of yeah. people like to just jump into the big stuff. Yeah. You can't do that. Yeah. You can't. Uh, how about like when you're trying to do like a move in JITS, right? Because we know JITS is everything is so micro. Yes. Right? Not, not to use the term micro adjustments, yeah. but legitimately. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there a story about some like white belt who posted yeah. that he like tapped a purple belt about micro adjustments yeah, or yeah. something? Yeah. Preaching. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. No, but it's the same thing. Like if you – like how many times – have has like Mikey or Andy, okay. So for those of you who may who don't know Mikey or Andy, is the they're the owners and the instru- two of the instructors at um, Pure. How many times do they show something and it just looks so fucking easy because it's Mikey and Andy? Uh, and, yeah. yeah, every and, day, every day, right? <laughs> and then you you start doing it and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, but it's because you're thinking about it too much. Yep. If you literally just go into it like, okay, I got to do this, this, and that, and then like make sense of it, like mm-hmm. shit goes smoother for sure. Same concept. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I see that now because I'm teaching too. Yeah, you know what? I want to. Yeah, what's what's jujitsu like now that you're teaching it? Well, it it breaks down. That's a good that's a good segue into it because now when I'm thinking about how to teach, you know, a, a mounted armbar, right? Uh-huh. Something relatively simple, and I'm teaching it to a room full of people who have like two weeks of experience up to brown belts. You got to make it appealing to those experienced people, but still broken down enough for those new people that they're not like, "What the fuck did that guy just do?" Yeah. So it really makes you think, right? It, it really makes you know the moves well. It forces it's, you to, to, to yeah, yeah been, like you said. It's, if, it's been great bro, for my development, and it's you know awesome to share it. Have you ever, um, not, and not that anyone at Pure is like this, but have you ever been like, you said you're teaching brown belts, right? Yeah. Like, holy fuck, I'm teaching a brown belt. Even though the belts really don't mean anything, has that ever like come to you like, I need to be on my fucking game and like make sure? The first class I ever taught yeah. was at Colton Brown's. Oh, my God. I'm filling in on a Sunday. It's no gi. The school was relatively new. I think there was like seven guys there. Okay. Most of them were my friends, right? It was like, hey, come, I'm teaching, whatever. Um, This random black belt wanders in off the street. Hey, I know Colton from from back in the day. Like, he told me to come train. It's a black – I forget where he got his black belt from. A legit black belt. Yep. He wanders into my first class ever. (laughs) I was like, oh, shit. Did you you stay composed and just – Yeah. You know what? I taught – Two moves that I, you know, have dialed in really well, mm-hmm. and it was fine. Awesome, Perfect. it was good. Did he probably thought? I mean, did he? Did he probably, you know, I bet you if you it was no good, he had no idea. Oh, he had no yeah. idea. Yeah, so he could have been yeah. like, "Oh, this guy's a black belt." Yeah. I, <laughs> sure, but <laughs> Dude, well, you know what I mean. Yeah. Dude, I remember the first class. I think was it your first class? No, it might have been. It was my first time going to your class. Yeah. So basically, only the first time of two because I'm, I'm very undisciplined. <laughs> do we have an official count of that? Dude, I th- yeah, <laughs> it's two. It's, dude, I, I'm sorry. I'm trying to get to your classes more, but uh, my mental, the the bitch mind always wins in the morning. 
Um, Bro, the morning's hard. Dude, it's really hard. <laughs> Adrian tries to get me to come to the 7 a.m. classes oh, all the time. Come on, bro. You got to wake up, man. <laughs> dude, legit. It's, I know. It's true. But, yo, I'm telling you, the two times that I did do the 6.30 class, you go 6.30, you come home, you shower a bit, then you go back to noon class, yeah, bro. You you're great. fucking wired, dude. You're yeah. wired for the rest of the day. Basically, how we were talking about before about how when you do something hard like Summit Mount Kilimanjaro, then the rest of the year is fine. Yeah. You start your um, morning at six thirty with jujitsu, and Fighting. I'm talking about like fucking no gi hard rolls. The yeah. rest of the day is cake, dude. Oh yeah, cake. Uh, but I remember you were asking me, you were like, "Yo, dude, um, how was teaching? Like, because you did a really good job. Like, I, I'm not Thanks. I'm just telling you that because you're my friend. Like, you did a really good job. And I just remember you were like, "Yo, dude, is there anything that can like." I could do better, blah, blah, blah. And I was really thinking for, like, to, like, give you some feedback. And I was like, I can't think of anything. I was like, oh, I was like, yo, dude, we, you didn't, um, you didn't bow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, always like, forget, I always forget the bow. Yeah. That part. And, I, you're like, and you're like, bro, oh, okay, cool. And, uh, but, dude, like, I, I was, that was the one thing I know. I was like, oh, he didn't bow. But I was like, I forgot that thing. shit the other night, too. Really? I covered for somebody on Tuesday night. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Like, I covered, I, I covered Mikey's beginner class on Tuesday night. Oh, the seven o'clock. Yeah. yeah. And like, I started, I started, I, I told everyone what the warm up was going to be. And I was like, right, on three, one, two, uh, let's bow. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, you yeah, ass. It's like, working on it. Yeah. yeah, dude. That's perfect. How long have you been teaching now? Since like the spring. So I, I don't okay. know, like eight months or so. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. Damn, it's yeah. been that long already. Well, I was teaching, I was just oh, at Col- covering at, Col- at Col- Colton's Col- for Col- a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've had a regular morning class at Pure for, I don't know, like four months or something now. Yeah, yeah because I remember yeah. Tom was the instructor, and yeah, that started in the Tom summer, Hales. right? Yeah. Yep. In the summer, okay, yeah. Yeah, so. in the summer, yeah. yeah. And then you Probably three, four months. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, dude. Yeah. I got to come to your classes more. That's, that's not on, acceptable bro. on my part. Fuck. Yeah, you, you do got, that. You got one tomorrow morning? This morning. Well, oh, this was, morning. Yeah, it's Wednesday. When's your next morning class? Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. There you go, John. Yeah. Now you come too, bro. Is that what you said? You're going to come? Yeah, I'll go. Oh, yeah, all right. Are you going to go? Wednesday morning. I have it's to. Escapes, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. escapes week. Oh, it's escapes week. It's escapes week. Dude, I haven't rolled with you yet. Whoa. Oh, shit. You better dude. bring that camera. <laughs> yeah, we got it, right? <laughs> Yo, Adrian wants to do, uh, he said three months has been up. He said, I'll train Donnie for three months. And then he goes, then we're going to have to have a super fight. And wow. Like, All right, okay. fine. Now, I'm going to have to get my ass in the gym a little bit more. So, What do you, uh, in the in training, mobile, training, oh, training gym? Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, fuck. Dude, so I have this friend. He's a friend of a friend. I like him. He's a good dude. Yeah. He's a blue belt, a new blue belt. Okay. So he's been training for uh, like a little more than a year. We've rolled together like twice, but like on the grass in front of someone's house type of thing, like just messing around, right? And he – this dude is such a shit talker. He'll he, – he's convinced he's going to score points on me. Oh, fuck that, dude. <laughs> he's like, bro, we're going to roll and like – I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna choke you out. I'm gonna score points on you. I'm like, bro, it, no, you're not. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, sure, anybody can get caught, all that stuff, right? But like, with all the shit talking, we're going to war. Yeah, for sure. You're gonna score points on me. No, no, for, no. This absolutely. dude is convinced. No, 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 he's not. No, 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 bro, bro. I mean, look, I don't know him, so if you're listening right now, no disrespect, but I don't think. You're oh no, points. take the disrespect, Lewis. <laughs> yeah, <thank laughs> yeah. All right, Lewis. You're, you're scoring, scoring points, points, buddy. <laughs> no, but you know, dude, it's such a okay. So this is a little bit of a mindset about me. So when I go against I, – I like to go against everyone who's better than me because it makes me better. That's how I look at it, right? But every now and then, and more so now, I want to work my offense. So I'll go with people that are um, less experienced, yeah. it, right? But even people who are blue belts who are less experienced, quote-unquote, but aren't worse. They're just – they're really fucking good. Right. Dude, I have more of a time – like, like I – 
I take getting tapped by them. And I know there's no ego. There's yeah. no ego. Dude, get tapped by a white belt. Fuck, I've been tapped by a white belt. I don't give a shit. I'll, I'll admit that. The, yeah, no ego. But, dude, when that shit happens and when you're getting beat by people who technically, quote, unquote, you should be beating. Yeah. It's like, for me, that's like, oh, fuck. Now, like, if I get tapped out by you or if I get tapped out by Campisi, if I get tapped out by Rob, I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, that's supposed to happen. Yeah. But a minute it happens with someone who is less experienced, quote, unquote, you're like, you st- I don't know. For me, I need to get out of this mindset of questioning myself. I'm like, dude, am I even at this level? But it's such an ego thing, bro. It is, man. Everyone has – it goes both ways too. I, I rolled with a guy today. He's a tough dude. Um, purple belt. Got a lot of experience on him. And he's got a really good ankle lock. Mm-hmm. And he's been ankle locking the shit out of me. Okay. And it's like – he gets me every roll. And I'm yeah. like, I know it's coming. And this fucking guy ankle locks me. And I'm mad at myself. But I love it because it's going to make me better. Yeah, for So sure. we're rolling today, and he grabs one. Even though I went into the roll, I was like, don't get ankle locked, asshole. The first minute. <laughs> this dude's, so he's like, he's like, bro, man, like, sorry, you know, I spam in it. It's just like my move. I was like, bro, don't be sorry. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, I don't, it it's works, good for, it works, it's good right? for me, man. And it's good for you. Like, who cares? No, yeah, yeah for just, sure. Just, just play, man. It's, yeah, exactly. You're never yeah. going to fuck. Dude, I remember I was talking to, to Rob afterward because um, this is like, the second time I got tapped, uh, I actually got tapped by an ankle lock, by a white belt. Yeah. I did everything right. I left my foot. I was in playing open guard because I'm working it. and left my foot in an area for maybe 0.2 seconds when I shouldn't have. He had he seized the opportunity, did a great job, fucking ripped it. And I was like, tap, good job. Yeah. And I went up to him after and I'm like, dude, is this like a, like a, should I be doing this better? And he was just like, no, bro. He's like, stop fucking thinking that way. He's like, this is this is the time you get tapped. Yeah. He's like, you get tapped yeah, now so you don't get sure. tapped later. Yeah. I was like, oh, you're right. Yeah. 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 Damn. Any competitions for you in the past? So I competed at White Belt. Okay. How'd you um, do? One, one, lost one. Nice. Yeah. It, it was early on. I was yeah. like two or three stripes. Um, haven't since then. Okay. Just well, life. Life. I'm old, man. Bro, you're like fucking 34. <laughs> you're not old, dude. Yeah, but I'm like, I know these are all excuses and they're like assholes. I know. Um, I'm just like, dude, I, it's not why I'm in it. Okay, that's fine. I, it's, hey, that's it's fine. not no, like I'm not even forcing you. That's actually that's fair if I you mean, don't want it. Dude, like between my workload and you know now I've got the kid and stuff, um, mentally preparing for that and cutting weight and all that stuff, I'm just like not. Yeah, no, I'm it's, not it's there much, in my yeah. life, man. For sure. And yeah, it should just be like, hey, go compete and whatever happens. But I know I won't treat it like that. Well, I mean, based because off you the person, win. yeah. Exactly, and there's nothing wrong. It's with not that. even about winning; it's about doing the best that I can. Right. I don't want to have. I don't want to go out there and not cut weight and be in a higher bracket, and then like you know, it's just no. I'm gonna do it right. Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. I mean, that's respectable, man. That's respectable. Like, you know, there's a different priorities in life, and you're at a different stage in life and shit. And yeah, yeah. I mean, not that I wouldn't in the future. I actually want my kid to see me compete. Probably. Fuck yeah. You know, it, when when your kid uh, when uh, your kid's old enough, is he gonna be coming around the gym? He was at the gym today. He was? Yeah, he's eight weeks old. What? Wait, wait. I fucking saw him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, I love it. Through osmosis. Yeah. They call it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck, dude. He's going to be a Yeah, he great. was watching class. He was. He was chilling. He was Uncle Eric, yeah. Really? Yeah. Eric, uh, Uncle Eric. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Fucking love it. He could he, be like the next Tiger Woods, except in Jiu-Jitsu. In jiu-jitsu. He could be. The only reason Tiger's Tiger is because he started at one. I, All these <laughs> kids. Look at the Rutolo brothers. Yes. They're dude, like the 19. Rutolo. They're slaying everyone. They've been training since they were in diapers. Yeah. 
Did you see what Gordon Ryan said about Rotolo? He go, what was it like? Free money's or easy money's free money or something? Or free money's good money? He offered, I did see that. He yeah. offered to fight both of them in one night. Yeah, back dude, to that's back, fucking right. No oh, rush or something. I, yeah, I love yeah. me some Gordon, bro. He's such a he's shit great. talker, but like he, he backs like, it up, dude. He backs it. You know, honestly, when remember how him and Galvao were going back and forth for like the longest time? Yeah. After their super fight at ADCC this past year, like they dab each other up, you know, all that oh, shit. Because it's hey, all it's, make it's money, all man. Fucking, yeah, it's all business, dude. Yeah. But he's the same as McGregor, because somebody will be him one day. Oh yeah, and then the aura will be gone. Gordon's the same as McGregor, in terms of being unbeaten and talking all the shit, and like yeah, it's awesome. I love it, dude. But then like McGregor got clocked a couple of times, and now he talks shit, and you're like, yeah, you're washed up, dude. It's true. I love him, but like, it's true. It's true, (laughs) bro. But fucking, did you hear? uh, Did you hear McGregor when Khabib beat him, like, or was beaten the or was like. I think it was shit talking. When uh, Khabib was telling him, oh. "Talk now, let's talk yeah, now." Talk, yeah, 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 dude, I, I, it's yeah. awesome. But I, saw, I heard that. Was it you hearing on Rogan or something? Um, I, I was talking to so. David Goggins about it. Yeah, yeah. recently. Yeah, yep. he was like saying, "Talk shit now," and then and then fucking McGregor's like, "It's just business, man." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, but it's like, it sort of is. Oh, for sure, it is. But fucking you, like, you can also hear it in McGregor's voice, like, "I'm hurting right now." Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I wouldn't want that guy beating on me. Holy shit. Dude, imagine being the best at, well, I don't know, McGregor was the best in uh, in his weight class at the time, but like, let's say Gordon Ryan, right? He's the best. He's literally hands down the fucking yeah. best. And I don't even really watch that much jiu-jitsu, but when I watch it and I see what he's doing, he makes everything look easy. Like, I think he topped out Galvao in, like, what? Fucking no time. And yeah, it was short. It was very short, right? He just does that. But it's like, that one, because you're right, one, someone's going to get him. Well, someone at one it's point inevitable. in life is going to, oh, doesn't he always say he always gets topped out in training, too? That's oh, like I imagine because he yeah. probably puts himself in terrible spots. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That, I remember when that like came out, like he put a post on it basically saying like, yeah, yeah. don't worry about getting tapped in class because I, I lose to my sparring partners. Yeah. And then I think I put it into perspective for like everyone because someone like him, you don't really yeah. see him losing like. Because he's not in those positions in a, in a match. Yeah, that's right. You know? yeah. yeah. Like they're probably training starting in an extended arm bar. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah. That's true. Yeah. So it, Hasn't he written on a note before, like, this is how I'm going to beat them? Yeah. <laughs> he gives it, he gives like it to he the plays judges. A game with it. Yeah. He gives it to the judges before the match. That is, like, And the, he goes out and does it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He'll call his sub. That's fucking hilarious. Fucking Do the judges nuts. look at it before the, like, as the fight's going on? No, out? it's just, like, a PR thing, I think. Oh, but, okay. like, yeah. yeah, you know. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Talk about confidence, man. Hey. There's a confident guy. Yeah. Just like McGregor in his prime. Yep. That's one confident motherfucker, and he should be. Yeah, see, the thing is, the, the difference between, yeah, that is confidence, because a lot of people mistake that, mistake him for being conceited, but the oh, difference definitely is, definitely conceited. Well, yeah, but he backs it up, and that's why he can be confident, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, so yeah. the conceited thing is, like, do you like his attitude or not? That's a separate conversation. True, 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 yeah. I think yeah. that's why most people, well, not most people, if you hate him, it's probably because of that. Yeah, everyone hates a shit talker, yeah, or they love sure. him. But, but if, if a shit talker <laughs> wins, bro, like, yeah. you can't hate him. Yeah. Still, I don't know, man. Put anybody in that situation, I don't know. I think you'd also be a shit talker. Well, yeah. Probably a little conceited. For sure, especially in a, a the guy's basically that. a prize fighter. Yeah, you don't you become a prize back. fighter by being like a meek, soft spoken person. No. Like no. you know Ali, all these guys. Because no. part of it definitely is the business entertainment yeah. side of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah for um, sure. Well, think about it. Think about UFC, man. Do you even get a fight if you're not fucking talking shit? Right. Like, like literally, can you think of a fucking fighter? Nobody's gonna buy tickets. Right. It's it, but it's like that's that sucks in a bit in a way. It's fun to see as a fan, but it sucks in a way because if you don't like if you don't do any martial art, 
in general. It doesn't have to be jujitsu. It doesn't have to be Muay Thai. Like, like say, if you don't do boxing or whatever, you look at UFC, you want, like, you're wondering when they go to ground, like, when me and you, when I'm at your house, right, when you invited me over a couple of times, and when it goes to ground, yeah. like, we're like, yeah, it's fucking <laughs> sick. Yeah. But most people fucking hate it. And then you got the people who've never done it and go, stand up, stand up, right? So Just like, stand up. Yeah, right there. Stand <laughs> up, guys. Bro. Okay. Yeah. I learned that the other day, actually, uh, rolling around a couple of weeks ago. I couldn't stand up. <laughs> it kept pushing me down. Yeah. yeah, no, you can't fucking stand up, dude. If you if, if any of you think that you can just stand up, like these UFC fighters can stand up, I'm, I won't say it. You just don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, no. There's, there's no such thing as just standing up. Nope. Absolutely not. Yeah, um, especially with that, because I'm just talking about jiu-jitsu. I mean, with the MMA or, uh, you know, UFC fight or whatever, you're just going to get clocked in the face if you stand up or whatever. Well, yeah, well, you, sure, because yeah, that's that's the other thing about it too. Combat jujitsu as opposed to jujitsu we do. Oh man, totally different, right? Did you see Tate? Oh wait, what's his what's his last name? The Tate, uh, the kickboxer, he's been talking mad shit, like a lot of political. Just kickboxing? No, yeah, he's like a Andrew kick... Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate is it? Andrew oh, Tate? I didn't know he was a kickboxer. Yeah, Andrew Tate. Is, like is, it, is it? Is it Andrew? I don't Tate? know this guy. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the bald dude with the glasses. Yeah, top G. Yeah, top G. Okay, Andrew Tate. That's what it is. Andrew Tate had a had a video. So basically, he's very controversial, right? But like a lot of, depending on what your stances are, you may agree with him, you may not agree with him. But he's got pretty good. He, he actually he sounds like a piece of shit, but when you listen to what he's saying, some stuff he's actually got a good point. But he was talking about jujitsu, and he was talking mad shit on jujitsu. He was like, "All you guys doing out there?" He's like, "Yo, BJJ." Um, like everyone, like he's like, "Yo, it's BJJ is the worst martial art to know in a street fight." It's like because. But, like, I, I, I looked at it with, like, a non-bias to it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what, dude? I don't agree with everything he's saying because he was talking about, well, the best thing you got to do is just run away from fights. Like, okay, that's true. And he goes, and you don't want to get taken to the ground because if you're in a – let's say you're on top and you can't see his boys who come around and kick him in the face. I'm like, okay, that's also true. But at the same time, what if you get taken down? Right. And you don't know what the fuck to do on the ground. But it's like, at the same time, I'm not going to be pulling De La Hiva guard in a fucking street fight if I end up on the ground because you're just going to pummel me. You know what I mean? So I love Jocko's take on this. What did he say? What did he say? His take is if you're in a confrontation, in a bar, wherever, right? If somebody's yelling at you, fucking walk away. Yeah, true. Right? If somebody's saying some shit, you walk away. You always have the option to walk, run, get away. As soon as that person grabs you, now they're in your world. And it's it's all bets are off. So that's when you need the jujitsu. Okay, yeah. Like you do, it, why would you ever want to stand up and square off with somebody in a bar fight? Yeah, that's true. Especially when a It's retarded. Or, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's just it, – it's yeah, no. So you're saying to get on the ground and start doing the – No, I'm saying to run away. Okay. Just get – like it's not worth getting arrested, right. getting – hitting your head on the bar, like whatever. Yeah, why you, would you ever do it? Or, or maybe the or maybe someone that uh, is friends with him is actually getting a beer from the bar and is a fucking psycho and just smashes you over head with a – Right, mile. dude. That stuff never ends well. No. But if somebody grabs you – now he's in your world. I do this all day, every day, baby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. You know? Around, find uh, out. Uh, yeah, I mean. <laughs> and you know, too. You know, too, when someone grabs you and you grab them, right? You know what type of round you're about to have. Yeah. So, like, if you're if someone's in the street and he's, like, a fucking punk, I don't care how big you are, and, like, someone, like, someone a pure who's been training for years grabs them, Yeah. that guy subconsciously knows he's fucked. <laughs> no, oh. seriously. Have you? I'll give you an example. First time I ever rolled with Scott Shemansky. <laughs> Bro. Yeah. And this is this Good night. is this is like two forty at the time. He was two forty Scott Shemansky. Yeah. And I was like doing all these like sweeps with the gi. And I remember I planned it. I was like, okay, he's better I was still white belt at the time. He goes, Okay. 
I'm going to grab his gi cross collar. I'm going to get a quick uh, grab of his wrist, right, collar sleeve. And I'm just going to fucking do like the slide tackle takedown. And I'm going to do it right away. We slapped, bumped. <laughs> he grabbed me. And I was like, I'm not doing any of this right now. And he fucking tossed me this like a This dude is a moose. Yeah, yeah. bro. Yeah. But you feel it. It's weird. Like when you go with someone who, and they have, even if they're not even big, they just know how to grip. Maybe they're a judo. Like it's you know who you're going man. with, bro. It's, it's confidence. Right? Yeah. How about confidence like, in their movements. How about like, you know when you're going to wrestler? Like you know like it's about to be a wrestler or if you're going with the judo guy or whatever. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> the, the, watching it too is pretty cool. Like somebody that really knows what they're doing. Like say like a black belt or even like a high level wrestler that you're watching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just the speed that you guys move around and just, I don't know, it's just really cool to watch. It's, yeah. It's, it's certainly where. There's levels, man. So many levels. <laughs> yeah. It's w- certainly where it's an art. Yep. Yeah. Oh, so, absolutely. It's a martial art. I mean, yeah. fuck. It's a gentle art, right? They it's say. funny, like they you said, say. Joe, like when you roll around, like when you grab somebody you're fighting with or whatever that knows what they're doing or is a higher level than you. Like when you're rolling around with somebody that's close to your level or maybe a little bit below, you're like, yeah, I'm actually, I'm doing pretty good. This is, this is cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You go to that next level and you're like, man, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no. Get dude. my ass rocked. Bro, you know, I'll do a private with Camp Peasy. He'll teach me a move, right? And I'll, I'll start to understand the move. But I do the mistake where I don't try it against a white belt. I try it against Scott Cooper, <laughs> who sometimes is my uke, which for those of you who don't know who that is, uke. So basically during the private, Scott is my quote-unquote dummy that I do the moves on, right? So I'm trying to do the moves that Scott knew. So sometimes it's just like it, it makes no sense what I'm trying to do. But it's like I don't know. The difference in skill level, like like some shit, if you're bad at it that you could pull off on a white belt, you're never going to pull off on a fucking Yeah, but that's person. always the difference in skill level in jiu-jitsu is somebody who's doing it 10 years versus five years. If that five-year person is a super athlete and the 10-year person is like, you know, a little older or whatever, the 10-year guy is going to beat him every time because he knows what that guy's going to do. Yeah. It's all, it's all the technique. It's, it all, it, yeah. yeah. You have outliers too. So if you though. know what's coming, that's like when I roll with Joe. Yeah, I, I train with Joe all the time. Mm-hmm. We work through stuff together, like you know, trying to come up with new moves and all that kind of thing. And then I'll roll with him, and he thrashes me, and I'm like, "You son of a bitch!" Yeah, and he's like, "Bro, I knew what you were gonna do the whole time." Dude, he, he plans <laughs> like, out. God damn it! Yeah, no, but it's, it's, it's hard though because he'll he'll plan his submissions about five moves ahead. Yeah, Chess. yeah. No, so I'm like, is. dude, I need to start taking privates with someone else just to beat you, while I'm Yo. still taking privates with you. Yo. I, I mean, how else do you evolve to, like, you can't build your game with someone and then beat them. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't. can't. Does the master always show all his teachings or whatever? Right. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mikey Mikey likes to do that. Uh, Well, well, Mikey will teach us everything, but I I forget what the move was, but there was a defense that he taught, and he, he prefaced it with, like, I don't really like to teach this one this yeah. much because it's yep. uh, his secret move. Yeah, it's his secret move. <laughs> but it was a good one. I forgot what it was. Uh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. I know. Um, I was gonna ask you a question. Oh, it was. It was on. What were we talking about? It was about. Um, Jiu-jitsu. No, <laughs> we were talking, thank you. No, it was on the topic of something else. Uh, you were talking about Joe. Um, oh boy. <laughs> oh. Do you trash talk during your roles? I know the answer. I just want. No. 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 You. Dude, there. I take that back. There are like two people. Yeah, who are they? I'm not gonna say their names. Okay, okay. But there are two or three people who I was already. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
fucking I don't know. I just I feel like I I don't have I don't deserve the trash talk at this point. I'm and that's not even self deprecating. Like I just you I feel like you gotta be really fucking good to trash talk. And by trash talk, it's not like making fun of the person you beat, but it's like having fun during the role and being like, oh, watch this, like watch that. Like, yeah, I I mean. No, I don't do that stuff. No, fuck it. No, I, I mean, I won't, I won't say a word because I'm like, if I say one word, I'm getting absolutely. <laughs> 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 absolutely, like, uh, I'm going to die in the next role. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Because I do love shit talking. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm going to stay quiet on this one. <laughs> Dude, and that, yo, that happened too. If you like, if you catch someone that's on a higher level than you, yeah. the next round you go with that person, <laughs> and I mean, like, the next day or whatever, they're having a bad day, they'll it's happened to me you'll catch someone who you normally don't catch yep. the next day you go to roll and you're like okay this is what I'm gonna do and they just absolutely eat you alive oh yeah yeah it's yeah. fucking crazy yeah damn so I have some questions for you pure related because okay. I'm I asked uh, I asked Matt Stavrakis okay I'm oh boy I got two. a funny story about Matt all right. No, no. We're, we're, I think I know what the story is. T- tell it right now. Yo, Matt. Get, Matt. Ready, get ready to get embarrassed. Oh, I, I think you, oh, I bet he, you, I bet you Matt knows what the story he won't is. Be, oh, he knows what it is. Okay. He knows damn well. All right. So, uh, Ashley, the gym manager. Yep. And my wife went to Nashville for a weekend. Okay. So, they're hanging out. Ashley's posting all pictures of them. So, Stavrakis DMs Ashley and goes, hey, who's your friend? <laughs> oh, no. No. And Ashley... <laughs> Knows exactly what's going on and lets him fall right into the trap. She's your to wife. To her eternal wife? credit. Oh, yeah, my wife. She's already your wife. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is like a year ago or something. <laughs> I fucking so love it. So Ashley's like, oh, her name's Alyssa, like whatever, like luring him in. And he's like, oh, tell her I'll be her Mediterranean king. <laughs> like all this shit, right? And then after like 15 minutes, Ashley goes, hey, you know that's Coop's wife, right? And he was like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, so I, I think it's funny. I don't care. So. I see him in the gym for the first time after, and he's, like, avoiding me, bro. He's, like, doing the whole thing, you know? <laughs> and then we start training. Second roll comes around. I'm like, let's go. And he just hangs his head. He's like, all right, all right. <laughs> Dude, this is so much Dude, it was so funny. Just, like, seeing it. It sounds Knowing like exactly him? what yeah. you would do. Yep. Just no, meeting him a couple of times. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's, that's oh, yeah. hilarious. Dude, that's perfect. Sorry, that's a, that's a great off, story. That's no, a, that's no, a must that, tell. no, no, no. <laughs> that is the best story because that's the second time I've heard it, and it just gets yeah. better each time you hear it. Shout out to Ashley for letting that go. That's a good. Yeah, uh, it made my wife feel great. Fuck yeah, she was like, right. "Oh man, this kid's like twenty five. Hell yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah." Hey, listen, that's a compliment. Right? Yeah. Yo, Matt, we still love you for listening. Um, damn, did you work him that round? Of course oh, you did. Yeah, yeah bro. Sure. Yeah. I had to let him know. I had to had to give him the yeah. sauce, right? Yeah. Um. Oh, okay. So, you're in a four-way tag team jiu-jitsu oh, matchup, okay? Yep. So, it's f- you f- you and three other people okay. versus four other people from a different gym. Oh, wow. Okay. You can only choose one black belt from pure. And then the rest, you can it can be whoever you are. Who are the three people you're choosing? Is this straight-up sport jiu-jitsu, or is this like a fight to the death? Mm. I like this uh, take on it. Let's, it's an important uh, distinction. Yeah, it is a huge important distinction. Um, let's go fight to the death. All right. Rob Alex is my black belt. <laughs> For sure. Fox. Fox. Okay, that's a good that's he's, I like that. my one. Matt wife. Yeah, for sure. Take him. And he's tired. He just looks like an axe murderer. <laughs> he does. <laughs> so I get, I get two more or one more? One more, one more. So it's you and then one three more. other. And I used up my black belt. You did. But it's a good black belt. Very good black belt. Oh, bro. Yeah. Come on. Who am I taking to a fight to the death? 
Damn, Shemansky's pretty good. Yeah, dude. Right? He looks like he'd be tough to kill. And then, like, I, like people would show up, and he, I feel like he would just show up, and the other team would be like, fuck. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'll Shemansky. Go with that. All right, I'll nice. Go with that. Cool. Shemansky, Fox, and. Got a black, a, pur- a, a, a black, a brown, and a purple. Black, brown, purple. I'll go with yeah. that. Two purples now, though. Two yeah. purple, yeah. Well, yeah, if I'm going. Fuck yeah. Awesome. Um, was it, oh, there was another question I think I asked him, right? What was it? Oh, whatever. That was a good one. I like that. Uh, fuck, man. What else? How you, what's yeah, up? Any questions that come in on the... Uh, yeah, let's see. Uh, guys, we'd like to do a question segment uh, every week here on the show, so take a look uh, on our Instagram on uh, the day that we do it on Wednesdays. You can uh, throw in some questions there each week, and we'll answer it here live. You're, you're reading mine right now, aren't you? <laughs> I, I did read yours. <laughs> I did read yours. Oh, by the way, folks, um, just wanted to mention this. We got new mics set up, so we're just fucking around. It's actually cool stuff. I keep hitting the fucking mic, so if you hear a boom, that's my bad. Um, Come on, bro. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, yours. Me. Okay, so we got some questions. Um, really good questions, actually. Yo, you guys never fucking cease to amaze. Uh, <laughs> these questions are really fucking You're going to say who they're from? Oh, yeah, all the time. All right, good. So we're going to read yours. Um, I just got to. <laughs> so, dude, you have. Okay. We'll do Scott's. Why are you gay? Who says I'm gay? <laughs> <laughs> I know the exact one. Yeah. If you guys want Jumps reference. Right into it. Yep. If you guys want reference for that question, just type Holy in Uganda shit. reporter. Why are you gay on YouTube? You can see Why that. are you gay? Why are you gay? Who says I'm gay? Oh, God. P Camps. Brian? Is it Brian yeah, Camps? Bre- Brendan. Brendan, excuse me. Brendan Camps. Uh, they are trying to ban TikTok. They are spying concerns on the social apps. Thoughts? Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's old news. That, yeah. that came out a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. I would say so. For sure. Yep. Um, I'm not on that shit, though. Fuck TikTok. No. Well, well we have we have a TikTok channel, and we don't fucking use it for this. For Do this we? I forgot channel. about it. Yeah, I, I forgot about it. I deleted it. the app. I was like, you know what? This is a waste of time. It's basically Pornhub. Oh. It legitimately yeah, it's porn. And I'm not trying to watch that shit. I completely abandoned social media at the beginning of COVID. I was like, fuck this. Yeah. yeah. And then I got back on when I started teaching. Right. Which is so yeah, like, exactly. uh, like, whatever. But yeah. Fuck it. That's fuck perfect. Cancer. But yeah, it, it really is. It's yeah. terrible. Yeah. Especially TikTok will just, I mean, TikTok is very entertaining, but it, it will drag you in to where you're, you're on there for like two it's hours. It's like doom scrolling. You're just like, Bleh. yeah. Because yeah. it's just, I don't know. It's like a vortex, but yeah. Uh, what was the question though about TikTok? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I think are, they are they are they spying concerns on the sort of thoughts? Yeah, for sure. There's definitely sure. spying. Dude, I they're, think they're doing that in every single I think social media, every single every, aspect of our lives. Yeah. Of our lives, exactly. I, I agree with that, hundred yeah. percent. So yes, Brandon, that definitely is happening. Anthony Rev, uh, uh-huh. who's on your Mount Rushmore of best mustaches? By yeah. the way, folks. Hold on. By the way, folks. All three of us here right <laughs> yes. now have mustaches. We didn't plan this, by we the way. We did not plan this. And, Scott, you're definitely no, this like... This is how we roll, man. If we did Pokemon Evolution, I think I'm Charmander. <laughs> you're Charmeleon. And, Scott, you're Charizard like that, of, of, of mustaches. Oh, so, man. who's got the best mustache? Uh, start with you, Scott. All right. So, I'm going to give you two. Uh, I'm going to give you three. So, my dad's had a Fu Manchu always. Okay. So, like, all the way down. Mm-hmm. You know. That's dope. It's dope. Um... Teddy Roosevelt, yes. on real Mount Rushmore. Yes, I love him. Favorite American president. Yes, he's the guy. Didn't he do jujitsu? Yes, he okay. was the first brown belt in America. Oh, shit. oh wow! In ju- well, it was Japanese jujitsu and judo. Wow. Yeah, he's one that got shot in a speech, right? Or no? Got shot right before. And it, he was like, still lodged in him or something. Yeah, they had yeah. a bullet in his chest. Yeah. yeah. Well, not. I mean, he's dead now. But he was hiking in the Catskills somewhere, like upstate New York. 
when – I forget who the president was before him, but that guy got assassinated. So they had to, like, send two people to go find him in the mountains when he was to become president. Wow. Pull, yeah, he was a badass, man. <laughs> Fuck. That's that awesome. That is badass. Yeah. That, yeah He's yeah, amazing. That is fucking savage. Yeah. He put a, he put a, a judo mats in the basement of the White House. Get the fuck when he was here. president and earned that brown belt while he was president. Yo, when oh, Jocko damn. was president, he's doing the same oh, thing. Oh, baby. For sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Fuck yeah, baby. Uh, yeah, I would say um, – who's our, Yeah, I would say Teddy Roosevelt for sure. Absolutely. Teddy Roosevelt or um, – you know who would have had a sick mustache if he fucking shaved his beard? <laughs> Ulysses has Grant. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he would have. Had yeah, Are we yeah. just talking presidents? Uh, well, oh, I guess he's saying who's on your route. Ma- I, I, I thought yeah. it was like on Mount Rushmore, but. Bro, Hulk Hogan, baby. Hulk yes, Hogan. the Hulkster, 100%. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah, brother. Fucking love it. Burt Reynolds. That's Burt what, Reynolds. When, I, when I got this thing done for the first time, I had a beard since I was like 17 or something. Yeah. I hadn't seen my face in all those years. And then I did the mustache. So I went to my barber, and I was like, hey, do it up. Give me the Burt Reynolds. Nice. I got the Burt Reynolds. Fuck yeah. yeah. Did you go like completely clean shaven and then grew the mustache? When I first did – no, I had a, a beard. Okay. So they just, this was here. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah. You know what? Dude, I'm noticing a theme here. What's All the these theme? people love America. Yeah. Fuck yeah, baby. Fuck yeah. It's true. You got to love hey, this fucking country, yeah, baby. It's the most beautiful country we, yeah. in the world. Yeah. Fuck that's yeah. That's why we put them on uh, Mount Rushmore. Yeah, that's right. Hell yeah. On the mustache mountain. Yeah, mustache. Mustache, mustache, yeah. mustache is the symbol of freedom. Yeah. Yeah, fuck it yeah, it is. It is now. <laughs> it is now. Right? <laughs> At, right here in the basement in Randolph. It's, yeah. it's the symbol of freedom. <laughs> fuck. All right. Anthony Rev again. Oh, the two for Let's do it. Nice little fuck, Merrick kill here. <laughs> Yo, I cannot fucking believe. <laughs> oh, no. I cannot fucking believe that two of the people you just two mentioned on the mustaches are on this. This is an insane fuck, Mary kill. Manchu, or Fu Manchu, Charlie Chaplin, and Hulk Hogan. What are the chances that he's on <laughs> Right? I mean, he's thinking about the mustaches, I guess, but. So. Oh, I don't know what the fuck Fu Manchu. Wait, what's the question? Fuck, Mary kill. Fu Manchu, Charlie Chaplin, and Hulk Hogan. Uh, who the hell is Fu Manchu? It's a type of mustache. Yeah. Type of mustache. Yeah, is the Fu Man? Is Fu Man? No, there's no way Fu Manchu is a person. Could he could be. No, that's yeah. why I'm confused right now. Where's your Jamie? Do we need a Jamie to look yeah, this shit up? Hey Jamie, <laughs> yeah, Jamie, Jamie, look this up. <laughs> Bro, can can YouTube be on the show? Is it copyright? Um, all right, marrying the Hulkster. Obviously. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, fuck the Fu Manchu, I guess. Fuck the Fu Manchu. Fuck Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, Who's Charlie Chaplin? I forgot who Charlie Chaplin. Silent Chaplin. Silent movie guy. Oh, my God. He had a Hitler mustache, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, we're not about that. No, no. fuck that. The fucked up part is he had the Hitler mustache before Hitler made it the Hitler mustache. Oh, that's probably true. Damn. Yeah. So he ruined the Charlie Chaplin mustache. For sure, dude. Literally, wow. like, if Hitler never existed, yeah. people would be having short mustaches as this. Nice job. Uh, would have been, big. like, an uh, actual thing. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. So we got those. Your mom had a really good question. My mom. No, oh. Um, oh, uh, his mom. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, my mom knows about this. Don's mom. So let's see, because sometimes people ask the questions in the actual. Oh my God, Anthony's asking questions. Yo, Anthony has the. We're gonna best, save that one for hardest fucking I'm not questions. I know what to say. Hardest fucking questions, and I haven't read it this time. Usually, I read them beforehand. His yeah. only because I fucking don't know how to. Talk. <laughs> this is Anthony Rev again, or this is a different Anthony? Uh, Anthony Bongiovanni. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah Anthony Bongiovanni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, right. Um, wait. So I'm gonna do. Let's do, Mrs. Shoemaker. Where is? I think it's in the DMs. It is in the DMs. Oh, right there. Okay. I have a funny question I heard on the radio. This is for your uh, show tomorrow. When you put on your shoes, do you sock, sock, shoe, shoe, 
tie tie or sock shoe tie sock shoe tie. I'm gonna start this one. If you do sock shoe tie <laughs> sock shoe tie, you're probably a serial killer. Yeah, you might be Ted Bundy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, wait, mom, I think that's the one you told me you do. So. Oh wait! Hey, oh fuck me! Uh, yeah, it's definitely sock sock shoe shoe tie tie. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But who ties their shoes? Dude, you don't know, like the pre tie. Bro, I used to you do the pre tie. Dude, I used to do the pre-tie and then I stopped doing it because I don't know. I used to do the pre-tie because I was lazy to tie his shoes oh, when yeah. I was like Who a has team? time for that shit? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. I remember when I first got Air Forces, I didn't tie my shoes. Oh, first no. day in gym class, rolled my ankle. Oh, <laughs> so. that'll Bro, I remember I used to think it was like, uh, it looked weird to tie my shoe <laughs> when I was little. So I'm like, I had to fucking... Secretly tying your yeah, shoe? Yeah, no. No, no, no. I wouldn't even tie it. I will just tuck the laces into oh, my shoe because oh, oh. I thought it looked cool with like the lip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so stupid. Just tie a goddamn shoe. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, that's fucking hilarious. But Great question. Thank you for that one there. Um, okay. Here's some good ones since I missed last week. Oh, my God, dude. He's fucking hitting me with the psychology over here. Are oranges named oranges because oranges are orange? Or is orange named orange because oranges are orange? Hold on. Nope. I got this. Okay. I got this. All right. From an engineering perspective. Okay, perfect. Let's go. All right. Orange is a color that describes a wavelength of light that reflects off of something. Okay. Right? Yep. So that fruit happens to have skin that reflects that wavelength of light. So it has to be named after the color. Okay, so the fruit's named after Unless the color. Unless the fruit orange was the first thing that was ever discovered that was orange. Yeah. I guess it could have been. Fuck. Fuck, yo. <laughs> what came first, the chicken or the egg, bro? Damn. Like, you don't know. Damn. All right, I'm stomping. I don't like Yeah, it. fuck. I'm going to go with your engineering essence. <laughs> steal it. I was actually going to say that. <laughs> Were you actually? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good question. Uh, and this next one, he says, this is a multi-stage question. Do you believe in second chances for someone who has wronged you? And if yes, when do you believe that you are being taken advantage of? How do you f- how do you deal with cutting that person out of your life? Wow, interesting. Yeah, we'll start with you, bro. So, in general, it depends on it depends on what the thing is, man. Obviously, yeah. um, personally, in my life, I've been fairly quick to cut people out. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably more from a selfish perspective than thinking about what's doing right by them. Um, I've had several instances where people have done shit, and I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I would never want to deny somebody a second chance who I thought deserved it. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So it's just, you're saying it depends. case by case you know, basis. Yeah, is the person – are they sorry for it? Is it like – are they going to just come back and keep doing the same shit? Yeah, that's true. A lot goes into that. Yeah. Nice. How about you? Yeah, you know, I I think I think like you said, Scott, it's the same way as uh, yeah, it depends on the situation. Yeah. But also at the same time, I'm gonna give somebody a second chance, but I'm also not going to if it's gonna eat me up mm. by harboring some some grudge or some negativity or whatever. Like if it's if if I'm holding on to anything, and then that person reaches out to me or wants to reconcile or whatever, I'm gonna let it happen. I'm not gonna be like no. Yeah, you know, because I think holding yeah. on to that negativity is going to be mm. destructive. Yeah. Yep. Do you think it's like also good to forgive? Uh, yes. Uh, forgive, not forget. Yeah. Saying there. Yeah, I think I, so. Basically, if I'm following your logic, it's almost like um, like 
I, I think it's also good to forgive, but also do it in a way that you are basically making peace with yourself and with the situation. So maybe if someone did you wrong really, really badly, instead of letting it harp on you and eat you alive, you just forgive the situation and let it go. That's letting it go for your own, for your own psyche. Yeah. But then not forgetting is don't forget. So when they come back and they want to be friends again and then they fuck you again and it's like, all right, yeah, well, we the, knew this was coming. Fool me, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Yeah. yeah. I think you can forgive someone. You can, you know, remember what they did and I don't think you have to be friends with them again. You know, you don't yeah. have to have anybody in your life. Yeah. Like maybe you can peacefully say, look, man, you know, we're not friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or whatever, you know, and just yeah. walk them out. Nice. Damn, Good bro, stuff. we got all philosophical, man. Bro, he, dude, I like it. Anthony, this is Bon Giovanni? You, yeah, Bon Giovanni, wow. dude, he has the best questions. <laughs> the, right. I, I don't know if you listened to the, the episode where he asked the last one, dude. I, I still don't have an answer to this I guy. don't either. What was the question? Uh, actually, I, he, I, he's probably still here. Oh, yeah, he goes, okay, so he gave us a choice, and there were two of the hardest fucking questions. Um, if you could have a second choice at one event in your life, what would you choose? Would you Whoa. do anything differently? And then the other one is, what is the worst piece of advice you have ever given and what made you think it was good at the time? Oh, right? shit. These are like right? good I fucking questions. I need to think about yeah. both of those. My right? God. Yeah, I'm on two weeks running. Yeah, same. <laughs> Three weeks. Dude, he's got good questions, man. Wow. Hey, folks, we'll be going on a 15-minute intermission here. Yeah. <laughs> damn. I, did, like, I can't just answer that. Like, you got to really think that one yeah, through. You do. That's like an essay question. You yeah. really do. Huh. It's hard. It's a hard dynamic because any advice you give, you don't think at the time. You don't think it's bad advice. Well, it's no. like what empirically failed. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> what did you tell someone to do that <clears throat> just turned out terrible? Exactly, and maybe a good intentions too. Like the why yeah. always counts. Yeah. yeah. So you guys listening heard that question. We want an answer from you too. Yeah. What do you think about that? Fuck. Man, that's hard, dude. It yeah, is right. It's a hard one. <clears throat> Anthony, you stumped. Stumped us again. Stumped us again, Anthony. Uh, Always the second part to that question he answered, right? Which or one? Question he asked. There was How do you do uh, something with negativity or something? No. Oh, uh, let me get back to it. I, was, I thought there was another question. Um, so I just got to get back to it. I thought are you talking about the second part of the second question or the first yeah, question? The second okay. question. Second question. Oh, and um, yeah. So why did you think it was a good? So I was like, and what made you give that advice? No, I was talking about the question. Oh, was the first one. Asked you, asked you, oh, okay. If you could have a second choice at one event in your life, oh, what would wow. you choose? Would you do anything differently? Damn, right? Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard. We'll probably go on week four. Maybe we'll have an answer for you by week five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. Well, thank you, folks, for your questions. Always yeah. fucking great. Uh, thank awesome. you, Scott, for your question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <he did. laughs> love, these, love these segments. Fuck yeah. All right, um, man. Um, yo, I actually just reminded me. Have you ever seen that uh, the, the, news, <laughs> the newscaster where he's like, he's in the newscaster voice. It's this, uh, you know, he's a black guy, Nigerian or something. Yeah. And um, he's like all professional, like. Reporting to you live. And then he swallows a bug. Oh, oh yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck this shit, man. <laughs> and then he changes his voice. He's like, oh, I hate this shit. He's like, oh, I'm my over God. This. Yes. That was the mic off. Oh, my God. Dude, that's awesome. He, uh, 
He's. It, I think it was an I. Yeah, I think he was. It was a reporter in Iowa, I think, and he was talking about how hot it was, and he's got his like nice voice. He literally. It's and there was a huge dragonfly that went. It was. Oh god. He's like. He's like. And the heat wave, and he's like. He's like. What the fuck is this? And he's like goes in his mid fucking. Oh god. Just completely changes his voice. Nasty. Yeah. Fucking love it. So eating bugs. Fuck. Awesome. So man, you have any uh final thoughts on the show, bro? Like anything that you want to leave our audience with? Yeah, just show up. I fucking just love come that. to class, buddy. Yeah, that's it. Yep, that's it. Show up. Show up. Fuck, man. Show up. Work hard. Eat right. Basically, that's be, it. Be healthy. Rest. Yeah. yeah. Rest. Take care of your shit, and it'll take care of you. That's it. Take care of your shit, and it'll take care of you. Yeah. Fucking love that, man. Love that. How about you, Donnie? Nah, I'm going to leave it there. I think that's a good closing remark. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yo, thank you for coming on the show, Garen. Yeah, man. Thanks for yeah. having me. Absolutely. Guys, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be uh, coming up on YouTube here pretty soon, so be excited for that. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. See you.